This podcast contains content and language not suitable for some listeners. Welcome to Oddities and Curiosities, a podcast about murder, the paranormal, and other oddities sure to pique your curiosity. We are Amanda and Brittany. Hey, girl. Hey. What's up, bro? What's up? (laughs) (laughs) It's episode 62. 62. Oh, 62. What? It's like double. Oh, it is. It's like double. And the topic's double lives. Oh, my God. Amanda. See what happened there? What are you doing over there? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) That was a very Amanda thing to say. It was. It was. What is happening? Holy shit. Okay. We're double loving it. I don't I don't know what's going on right now. Hi. Um so yeah, the topic is double lives. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. Yeah. You know and, what else uh, it is? It's, it's hope day. Alright. That was great. That was so good. No, no. <laughs> I, I was like really feeling it today. Yeah, she was. I'm in a, I'm in a good mood. I'm excited there was about more my case. Umph into the yeah, dance, like and everything. Um, I'm look. We've got some good things going on, and I'm super excited. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. First, it's home day. Mm-hmm. So I did have like a cocktail in mind, but I decided to. Look, it was it was a lot. I couldn't find one of the ingredients when I was at Thrifty Liquor, so <laughs> I was like, I I give up. So and you didn't decide to hood rat it like I've been doing sometimes. <laughs> Don't hate me. <laughs> so I found this bottle of wine. It's Moscato, which we love, which we do love, and the bottle caught my eye because it it has these beautiful blue. Flowers. I don't know. Are they peonies? Peony. They they look like peonies to me, but they I've never seen peonies. blue peony. But it's um, a pretty flower. It's gorgeous, mm. and so I got it. It's kind of shiny. The gold's it, shiny. It's fizzy, fruity, and semi sweet. Mm-hmm. Enjoy chilled. I don't think it was very chilled. I'm still drinking it, but I like it. So there you go. Um, that's what I have. How do you think it tastes? I like it. It's not as sweet as our normal Moscato's, but I like it. Yeah. Do you do, not do you like, like it? it? Do, you, do you like it? Because um, I may have done a little switcheroo on you. What did you What did you give me? Because <laughs> I do like it. What is it? So, Miss Brittany doesn't like box wine, right? Oh, my God. I'm going <laughs> to have a headache. <laughs> That's why I don't like box wine. What is in my cup? <laughs> So what's in your cup, actually? I dumped out what um, was actually in the bottle. (laughs) You didn't, like, dump it out, dump it out, did you? No, I drank it. Um, (laughs) You bitch. Okay. There's still a little bit left. But then I refilled the bottle with Franzia. Oh, my God. white. (laughs) You're such a bitch. You can, um... (laughs) I'm going to have a headache when I wake up in the morning. I'm calling you with that shit. Be prepared. Look, it's not my fault. 
I got the idea from some coworkers today. Who was in on that? So, <laughs> Hold on. Marissa, Jeff, Emily, Doug, and Shan. Oh my God. It was a huge conspiracy. All of them for giving me this idea. Oh, and Dustin. Shame on y'all. Because we all went and had a few drinks after work today. I hate that Miss Brittany had to miss out on that. But um, we needed to detox from the week. And that's when it <laughs> So that's my punishment for not coming to after work drinks. That's great. <laughs> I had to keep it a secret from you this whole entire time that we've been sitting here talking and it was killing me. We've been here for a minute. I know. For a hot ass minute. I know. Minute. You've been here for like two hours now. We've been sitting here chit-chatting. And <laughs> All right. Well, it does taste good. I'll give it, it that. It is good. It does taste good. But shit. But it's, look, it fit the double life thing. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I could not resist. You better have some of that left over so I can actually taste Yeah, we can finish this it. glass and have okay. some of that. Shame on you. Shame on all of you. <laughs> Dishonor on you. <laughs> okay. I could, I can, I, I had to. I may like, have started some shit that I do not. I wish I would have thought to take a picture of your face when you were like, <laughs> do you, do you like it? <laughs> I was trying so hard to play it cool and then I couldn't. Do you? So I was like, okay, okay, I'm about to, I'm about to <laughs> let it rip. <laughs> That's great. That's great. You're welcome. I'll feed you and give you water afterwards. Just, just wait. <laughs> That's what I said. I may have to you just wait. ripped open a can of worms uh-huh. that I'm not willing to eat. But mm-hmm. <laughs> two can play at this game, madam. <laughs> she's she's kind of smart. I'm, I'm <laughs> a little scared by the way she's looking at me right now. It's fine. Your time will come, ma'am. Drink your box of wine, bitch. She didn't even know. <laughs> you interrupted my swallow. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so yeah, social media. If you do that, go to that. On Did the- y'all see our um, <laughs> side by sides of Jeff Daniels? And that was so great. It was perfect. We it were right. Perfect. I'm just gonna say, I know. even if nobody else agrees, I put those side by sides, and I was like, "Holy fucking shit!" Mm-hmm. I even managed to find pictures that were pretty freaking similar to yeah. each other. Like, it was perfect. Oh my god. When I saw your post, I literally LOL'd. Oh, I'm so proud. I'm so proud. Well, that's that's great. all I needed. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why you go to the socials. That's why you do mm-hmm. that. So you can see these things. Mm-hmm. Um, all the things. The Facebook and the Instagram. Mm-hmm. And, and the Twitter. Yeah, sometimes. But <sighs> I only post the episode photos on Instagram and Facebook. Mm-hmm. And on Facebook. Well, no, I do it on Instagram too. Never mind. Um, there's little mind teasers and games and interactive stuffs, and then shenanigans as always. All the shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Speaking of shenanigans, oh, we have shenanigans, friends, because it's spooky season. Whoa, y'all! <laughs> I like that. <laughs> We've been teasing y'all for a few episodes now about possibly doing a meet and greet, a little get together, some funsies, some funsies, October 15th at 8 30 PM. You might want to meet us 
At the Devil's Knot. At the Devil's Knot. Doesn't that sound cheerful? Doesn't it? The Devil's Knot. Oh, my God. Um, I don't even care what it is. It's Devil's Knot. I'm there. That sounds great. It's a haunted trail, y'all. It's a haunted trail. It's in Halton. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find them on Facebook. Yes. They have a easy-to-navigate Facebook page um, where you can find directions and Amazing all details, stuff. all of the information you could ever want. They do a fabulous job on yes. their Facebook page. So, um, for $25, yeah, make you, you holla. Yeah. You can walk the haunted <laughs> trail with us. And why would you not want to? Yeah. And, and we'll do uh, we'll do photos and videos and all the fun stuff. Maybe some TikToks or some oh gosh, with the TikToks. Hates, I hate the TikToks. She hates the TikToks. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, but we might do that. I, I'm going to have some drinks beforehand mm-hmm. to tolerate mm-hmm. the meeting of all the people. So, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. And also, we have a way for yeah. you to maybe get free admission. Uh, say what? For free? For, for free. free. For free. Who doesn't like free? Free. Free is always good. <laughs> free is good. And it's with us. So for free, you get to hang out with us. And we're kind of cool. And it's really, really easy to get it. When you go to uh, like us on Facebook mm-hmm. and Instagram mm-hmm. and, you know, do the following. Yes. You may tomorrow at some point see a post. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. probably tomorrow. Yeah, we should. Tomorrow's October 1st. We should take to tomorrow. Yeah. You may see a post at some point. Okay. That says, mm-hmm. like this post. And Maybe share, share it. it. Yeah, and share this post. Mm-hmm. And comment on this post that you've done so. You know, one of those. And one lucky winner. <laughs> will have their name pulled in a drawing. And um, the ONC bitches will pay your admission to the Devil's Knot. Score. It's- bonus. Us. Devil's Knot. Haunted shit, spooky shit, pregame before you come. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Do that. <laughs> you said pregame before you come. My brain went uh, Amanda, it that. took me a minute. <laughs> That's why I'm over here going, oh God, I just said that. Leave it in. That's what she said. <laughs> Leave it in. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> we just played just the tip. <laughs> Just for a minute. <laughs> what were we talking about? Uh, so yeah, devil's not do that. Devil's not. Um, Moving right along in our housekeeping. <laughs> <laughs> and never fear. If you cannot make it to that event, if you are not local, we are having a little Halloween slumber party get together pajama party. Pajama party. Most likely, likely won't be a slumber party. But... We're old. We got kids. We got responsibilities mm-hmm. and all that shit. Yeah. But I'm good with the PJ party. So during that PJ party on October 28th, mm-hmm. we might be going live. We also might be willing to do an Ask Me Anything. Yes. So we'll definitely be going live. So oh, we're, we're so going live. But, but <laughs> <laughs> if we get enough people on... We might be willing to uh, answer some stuff or discuss some things. Yeah, just do a little little AMA, a little interaction with mm-hmm. you. Ask a us some one questions, one on one, mono Yeah, kind of stuff. And we'll we'll let y'all yeah. know what we're drinking and snacking on, what spooky movies we plan on watching, 
All, all the good shit. Oh, yeah, because we're going to be doing all of that. Ooh, we should go roll somebody. Ma'am. Can we go roll somebody? Ma'am. What? We are grown-ass adults. Have you the ever... The fuck is your problem with that? Have you ever had to clean toilet paper up out of your front yard? Well, I'm not going to have to clean it up. Is there a problem? <laughs> Amanda? <laughs> Obviously, she has never had to clean up toilet paper out of her oh, front yeah. yard. Yes, I have. I would never do that to another human soul. Nope. Oh, I would. Mm-mm. I've done it several times. I believe that. I believe that. I will not. No. I'm, I'm kind good. of a pro. I believe that as well. Yeah. I got this shit in the bag, bitch. She's going to... If y'all like, ever need somebody to... Amanda's a shit starter, with. and then she runs. Like, how she was trying <laughs> to pick fights at the gym, and she Shut was going to run. Look, that girl's <laughs> shorts were really freaking short, and she was bending over, and I think I saw her asshole. I know. I was not trying to see her coochie. It was almost there. It needed but, to be known that that was not appropriate attire for the gym. She looked like she would have been ready to rumble, though. And Amanda ain't going to rumble. I don't give a shit. I'm at the oh. gym. I'm hyped up. I'm ready. But had that woman turned around and said, what did you say? Amanda would have like, hauled her Brittany, ass. Brittany! She'd have hauled her ass to the bathroom <laughs> stall and let me sit there and deal with her shit. No, I would have been right behind you. <laughs> y'all, come get your friend. Come get your friend. Look, y'all, it was... it. it Wear what you want to wear, but this was like super inappropriate. It was, it, well, it was, it, and it, it was, wasn't bad at first because she got on the treadmill. Yeah, but then she kept bending over. It was the stretching mm-hmm. that was not okay. The way she was this stretching, is not a strip club. She knew her ass cheeks were hanging mm. out. Yeah, she did. And we are, we are very much pro. Wear what you want to wear. You do you. Absolutely, type thing. absolutely. But there's just. There are limits. If I can easily Be tell when you're wearing that shit, though, I if mean, I can easily tell you are not wearing underwear, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. when the last time your bikini line has been touched is, you don't need to be doing that. Yeah, it's not okay. Don't do that. It's not. It's, don't do it. Nope. Nope. Okay, now we're off our soapbox with that. Okay, <laughs> write those down in your notebooks or calendars or. Do what you do. Some of y'all may use your phones properly and put things in your phone. And yeah. don't forget about spooky stories. Maybe we should make event pages. Let's make event pages. Okay. I know how to do those. Okay. I do them all the time. Okay. Well, let's make event pages then. Yeah. We'll make event pages. We're going to do that for y'all. You're welcome. So you'll have a little See, reminder. Workshopping. Mm-hmm. Business meeting. Whilst recording. Mm-hmm. You got to witness it. Yeah. There okay. So, yeah, we're going to make event pages for it. It'll probably be up and running by the time this comes out. Oh. Yeah. Totes. 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 <laughs> totes for sure. Yeah. 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 Um, what else? That's it. That's all the housekeeping. Let's jump right into it. I'm going to get more wine. What kind? Right. Let me see how much <laughs> I poured it in a cup. Oh, that's lovely. See? That's really good. That's why I kept drinking it. I'm sorry. I didn't. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so my story okay. is on the double live of Anna mm-hmm. Gristina. Like Christina, but with a girl. But Gristina. <laughs> Christina, but with a girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so mine's short and I sweet. I do not know this one at all. Okay. Mine's short and sweet and it's wonderful. <gasps> Fuck. Okay. So 
Before I get started, I just want to point out yeah? that my past few have been super awful. What? As far as like, you know, murdering oh, of the oh, people. Oh, oh, oh. It, it took me a second. Yeah. The body count. Yes, been I agree. Real high. They, they've been some difficult topics. I think. I, I agree. We should have a round of applause here. No one dies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Has so much for mine. But that's okay. Mine. I'm, Nobody dies. Okay. Yeah. Uplifting moments. Yeah. I mean, let's enjoy this ride. <laughs> it's a random moment. There's a there's still some debauchery. Oh, I'm sure there is mm-hmm. because it made it onto the podcast. Yes, there's debauchery. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No murder. Okay. All right. So Anna Christina lived in the underbelly of New York City. Mm-hmm. She wanted to make money and live the high life. Me too. Right? Okay. At the time, she was known as the Scottish Madam. Oh, fuck yes. And was accused of running a high-class brothel from her home in Manhattan. Get it, bitch. Round of applause for her (laughs) as well. Businesswoman. Mm, Betty ass. So I couldn't find too much about her childhood, but here's what I got. Okay. Anna was born in Scotland and was adopted by an older couple who already had five children. I don't know what that good life was like. Right. Well, okay, I say good on them, but yeah, you're right. Like, I don't know, I don't know what that life was like, okay. but she fled to the United States when she was a teenager, so it couldn't have been that oh. great. <laughs> All right, okay. She's currently with her third husband, a man named Kelvin Gore, who made headlines as a teen for saving his mother from a knife-wielding rapist. Jesus. Kelvin? Yes, go Kelvin. So oh. I have a picture okay. of Anna and Kelvin. Okay. It's a little saucy. Oh, God. Damn. So, Kelvin eats his Wheaties. Hello, Kelvin. <laughs> How are you doing? So, let me tell you about this picture. Mm. Oh, okay. So, when her and Kelvin got married, <gasps> she was uh, she was making some money, and they were living a good life, and she kind of wanted to rub it in the faces of her people back in scotland okay well the bitch succeeded that's what this picture was for well done ma'am well done it like went with a newsletter back to (laughs) back to her people (laughs) so okay there's that there's some pettiness in Mm -hmm. there look she looks amazing as well yeah she looks great but hello kelvin right oh my god her former husband okay Dario, Dario. I like Dario. Dario. It's it like Mario, me... but Dario. See, it makes me think of Daria. Oh, na, yeah, na, I, na, na, na. I was thinking like Dario, but with, or Mario, but with a duh. It's me, Dario. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many ways to go with that name. It's great. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so he, and I didn't care enough. I'm sorry, friends, <laughs> to see if he won, but, um, Dario Christina ran for New York City State Assembly as a conservative Republican. So Whatever, it's fine. I have a picture of Dario. Okay. But I didn't dig too much into whether or not he won because this is the only time we'll talk about him in the story. I'm sorry. Kelvin was still on my screen. (laughs) (laughs) Kelvin's pretty. Uh, Dario. What am I looking at? Dario. 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 That's her husband before Kelvin. Well, I think... I'm going to say she upgraded. She totes upgraded. 
Uh-uh. Look, he's not a bad looking guy. No, no like, he's no not, but we've already seen Kelvin. But we but I saw Kelvin before, so that ruined it for me. And um Okay. Yeah. Yep. Her first husband was Look, named He's got the chin shit. I did j- j- he's got just the little chin patch, or is that a double chin? Is that a chin nah, patch? Or Naga. Is that a double chin. Naga, he's got like a dimple. In the middle there. Sorry, I had to I had to zoom in. Yeah, it's a double chin. <laughs> Y'all, that's... that's you don't have a soul that's, patch. He's not that's, a politician that's with a soul patch. That's how the double chin is. All right. <laughs> Just to give you a little inkling of what he looks like. I'm trying to imagine... <laughs> A politician with a soul patch now, and I just don't see it. It's not there. I don't think there are. If there what are a weird any, Google. shave it the fuck off. What a weird Google, but I think I'm going to do it. Politicians with soul patches. Do it right now. Do it. Do it, okay. do it right now. Okay. <laughs> Stay Politicians tuned. with soul patch. Politicians <laughs> with soul patches. <laughs> Images. Yeah. Oh my god, there are some. Oh shit. I'm I'm assuming there's a plethora because her both our hands just went up. We got Bill Shorten. <laughs> okay. Um But why? Tell me okay, but tell me why. Ain't nothing but Tell me why fucking Howie Mandel keeps popping up. <laughs> Bill what? Shorten? Shorten. He got a little soul patch. I finally got me a little notepad, y'all. I'm writing shit down. Hey, Bill Shorten looks like uh, he's one of those uh, super cool youth ministers who thinks tattoos are cool. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Oh, God. Trying he's to trying to the kids. Tattoos are cool when I have a puka shell necklace. <laughs> Flip flops with hey my dudes. wide leg jeans. And yep. some hey dudes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. Shame on me. So we got Bill. <laughs> yeah. The rest of them I can't confirm. Pretty sure Bill Shorten is a thing. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's enough. That's good enough for me. One is enough. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. So <laughs> Anna's first husband was named Fernando Park. I couldn't Ooh. find any pictures of Fernando. Fernando. But they well, divorced. Disappointing. They divorced pretty quick. They were divorced by the time Anna was twenty-four. Oh, and she has four children. I don't know who the daddies are. Which ones is the daddies of what? But she got four kids. Okay. I don't know the baby daddy situation. It's fine. She named all of them John, <laughs> and then she just calls them by their last name. <laughs> Come get y'all's friend. It's Come a joke. Get your friend. It's a joke. It's a oh jo- my god. It's a joke. <laughs> I cannot even. Prosecutors are alleging that Anna was a suburban mother of four by day, Upper East Side Madam by night, dubbed the Soccer Mom Madam by tabloids, oh, which is fucking yes, that's fantastic. Which is totes why I picked this case. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm in it. Anna has said that she was running a legitimate dating service, and there was no hint of prostitution. Right. Mm-hmm. 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 She's just a businesswoman. Right. That made me think of, y'all, I'm so sorry. I keep getting sidetracked. That made me think of um, Romeo and Michelle when they decide to dress up like businesswomen and they're like at this truck stop and they're like, do you have a sort of businesswomen special, you know, like for women who are in town on business? You know, for like businesswomen. And she's like, we don't have anything like that here. And then she finally asked them, what kind of business y'all in? And they just kind of stare at each other. Like, 
I feel like that's what Anna's life was like. What kind of business you in? And she's like, uh, dating service. It's it's legit though. It's so totally legit. legit. Too legit to quit. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so old today. <laughs> Anna was in and out of the newspapers as her case found its way to trial, changing her legal team several times. Mm. <laughs> so here we go. Let's get into some deets. Manhattan's upscale Upper East Side, usually associated with designer lap dogs and uniform doormen, a la Gossip Girl, XOXO, <laughs> was the setting for the alleged brothel where the girls were beautiful and drug-free. You know, perks. Yeah. Anna reportedly ran a tight ship, and she paid her employees enough that they did not steal from John's. Well, <laughs> so that's that's another good thing. John, see? Mm-hmm. They're, they're all... Oh, it all comes back. <laughs> yeah. It all comes back. So, um, they're drug-free, beautiful, and they don't steal. So okay. All pluses. Yeah. She did Legit, right? Too legit to, to quit. quit. Oh, my gosh. I would totes go there. <laughs> totes. If I was like, oh, fuck no. it. <laughs> I was going to say if it was a guy, but, um, fuck it. Fuck <laughs> it. She did not accept credit cards from her exclusive clientele so as not to compromise the wealthy and powerful New York elite. Mm-hmm. Whatever. That was her excuse, but that was fucking smart. She had businessmen, politicians, mm-hmm. stockbrokers. Cash. Cash. All under uh, the table. Athletes. The I'm whole sure. shebang. President. Everybody. Everybody in the club getting tipsy. Everybody. Yeah. Yeah. She ran the business intelligently and profitably, earning more than $10 million from her 40% cut. God, yes, bitch. Mm-hmm. Okay. Prosecutors claimed Anna charged $2,000 per hour for her most high-profile clients. I'm going to have to add her to the badass bitches list. Yeah. So her oh minimum, her, like her worst girl yeah. to her scummiest client <laughs> was $800 an hour. Oh my God. Oh my God. What did her clients, I mean, what did her um, employees make? Do you know? 60%. She took 40%. Oh shit. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. I kind of assumed that it was divvied out like to different people, but they mm-hmm. took, they took, I, I, so if, hey, hey, <laughs> if Susie Q mm-hmm. has a date with, Tom Brady. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. (laughs) And Tom Brady only needs her for an hour. 15 minutes. He pays a thousand minutes. Hour minimums. Okay. I'm doing math in my head. Okay. Yeah. And he pays her a thousand dollars. Then she takes 600 and she pays on a 400. I'm down for that shit. I mean, I'm, I, I don't know, but damn. (laughs) Go to the notes and look at the the picture that says brothel. So, okay. It's a picture of the outside of the building. It's very inconspicuous. Okay. Yeah. It just says 304. Like, that's it. So, it looks like it's in, like, an alley. It doesn't look like it's on a main street. It's, like, tucked in next to this, like, little Indian restaurant. Um, Yeah. But it's very, like, you would... You would just think that maybe that's like... Like a little side street. That's like a notary's office. That's what it looks like. It's just like this this little door on front of the brick building. (laughs) Divorce and notary of the Republic. Or Republic. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. And you can make copies there also for 50 cents a piece. Oh, yeah. 30 cents. Ah, inflation, baby. 50 cents. Okay, 50 cents. That's easier. <laughs> and it's easier cents. to do math in your head. It is. It is way easier for 50 cents. But that's what that's what their um, upscale brothel look like on the outside. Anna had That's been... the good shit right there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me get a drink. Okay. <laughs> See, it's not that bad. I remember doing that shit as a kid. No, that's a good one. <sighs> oh, yeah. I forgot. <laughs> I gave you the good I remember stuff. doing that shit as a kid just to, like, annoy my brothers and my mom. Fantastic. And now I hate mouth noises, so there's that. Anna had been running her business for 15 years without so much as a sniff from law enforcement. Mm. The investigation into her business was triggered when wiretapped telephone conversations recorded her claiming that her organization was untouchable because she had police protection. Okay. So they weren't tapping her phones. They were tapping someone else's phones mm-hmm. and caught that conversation. Well, and they were like, hmm. Damn. Yeah. Who, damn. Who are they talking to? Mm-hmm. That stray comment triggered an investigation into her business. After months of digging, the best the cops could find was evidence of a very high-end, profitable bordello. No police corruption or illegal involvement was discovered. <laughs> they, they did this whole uh, NYPD internal affairs investigation. Oh, yeah? They couldn't find any crooked cops associated with her or her business or anything like that. So they didn't know what she was talking about police protection unless she was, like, trying to just... Okay. Say she's okay. untouchable. Okay. Because that's what I was about to ask. Like, was there actual police protection? They couldn't find any. But they... Okay. All right. So if there was, they was good. Yeah. Edit. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say there wasn't then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so when police arrived to arrest Madam Anna Christina... I keep wanting to say Anna, but it's Anna. Anna. At her suburban <laughs> home, they found a wild boar. <laughs> what? Which proceeded to chase an officer around. <laughs> hey, those things are vicious. Right? Mm-hmm. Here's a picture of the house real quick. Okay. Just so you can see. This is, um, so she didn't live full time in Manhattan. She just worked there. This was her, this was her home that she raised her children in. Um, so it's in upstate New York. I would not suspect her to be a madam in this home. I mean, there's. It looks like a cabin. There's it looks equipment like, in a. There's a, there's a four wheeler and a. It looks like where someone would vacation. Out yeah, in the yeah. It's yeah. like a little cabin with a screened in porch and. It's very um, unassuming. Very much so. So apparently. Incognito. Yeah. Apparently the family owns three rescued dogs and six rescued pot bellied pigs. Oh. Susan Madigan, who runs Ross Mill Farm and Piggy Camp. <laughs> Said of Anna. So Anna worked with her with this pig rescue. Okay. She helped, you know, volunteer her time or whatever. Yeah. Quote, when people love pigs, in my opinion, they are special and unique. And in my opinion, the chosen ones, because they're just such a special animal, highly intelligent, emotional animal. So it's like working with orphans, end quote. The way this woman feels about pigs is frightening. And please don't compare pigs to orphans. Um, for fuck's sake. Um, an orphan child and a pig are two totally different so, beings. 
Uh, Let's not make that comparison. I mean, some people do consider their pets their babies. Oh, I totes agree. Yeah. I totes agree. But an orphan animal and an orphan child are two it's, totally different things to me. Uh, I, okay. I can see where she's coming from, but yes. I adopted my son. Yeah. And I also adopted a dog. Yeah. I feel two totally different ways about those situations. <laughs> they yeah. don't compare. It's 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 a tad bit of a different process. Yeah. So, you know, from the perspective of someone who's adopted both child and animal, I don't feel you like have they're the, the right same to thing. speak about it. it you, you're, you're up close and personal with that shit. I so. read that like four times and I was like, stop comparing your pigs to orphans. Just stop it. Okay. Okay. I mean, they are, they are both pretty freaking cute when they're young and then they grow up and be like, what the fuck is this? They grow up and they <laughs> eat everything and they smell. <laughs> So maybe they are more alike than I thought. Maybe. <laughs> and they poop a, a lot. lot. <laughs> Anna had a very high bail of $2 million after, Ooh. I know, after <laughs> prosecutors claimed that her influential connections might see it in their best interest to whisk her away. <gasps> Truth sees. I want somebody to whisk me away. Not like that, but <laughs> I want somebody to whisk me away. <laughs> Her lawyers were able to convince the judges to reduce her bail from $2 million since that is an unprecedented amount. That is such a long I mean, word. That is unprecedented, unprecedented amount for the charges to $250,000 cash or to $150,000 bond. Okay. As, well, that's a pretty big yeah. reduction. All right. As long as she was monitored by an ankle bracelet. Fuck I'm Ugh. sure she was rocking her ankle bracelet. Probably. The soccer mom, madam, was arrested in 2012 and pleaded guilty to one count of promoting prostitution. Anna considered withdrawing the guilty plea and going to trial, but later changed her mind. And she legit does look like a soccer mom. Yeah, she really does. Here, let's go look at another picture of her, and this will really show you the soccer mom. This was like in the midst of her being, you know, charged and all that. This is one of her court appearances. Nice. She, so with clothes. Yeah. This is what oh, she looks like. Oh my god! Wow. But she totes looks wow. like little Billy's mom passing out fruit snacks after the soccer. Oh my day. god! Yep, she's the one that's got all the cute snacks that are like they have a little name tag or a Pinterest little, mom. Yeah, oh, there you go. She looks like a Pinterest Pinterest mom. mom. Mm -hmm. Oh my god! From the from the naked photo to this, and knowing that she's a madam girl, it's kind of cray. Girl, she had she had it. Get it on Figured it. out for at least, what, 15 years? 15 years. Yeah. Okay. So in return for um, not going to trial, she was sentenced to six months of prison time. But she had Ooh. already served her time while awaiting her judgment. Oh, my God. So promoting prostitution uh, is a low-level Class D felony. Good to know. At the high end, this charge could see her in prison for the next seven years, although generally sentences for first offenders are not that long, obviously, since she only got six months. Yeah. Many first wow. offenders with no record just get probation without jail time. She was held in Rikers Island Prison after being charged. Oh, shit. So she went to the bad prison. Oh, God. Anna was to serve five months of probation and was threatened with deportation to Scotland but that did not happen. However, the threat still holds today. Mm. They're like just waiting for her to fuck up so they can send her back to Scotland. 
If she's deported, her clients will be very happy because they have been living in fear ever huh. since Anna revealed that she is considering writing a tell-all book. Oh Newsflash. my god! Didn't somebody else do that? Like, her, I think her name was Heidi. <laughs> Heidi. Heidi. It starts with an F. Oh my god! Stop playing stupid. <laughs> But newsflash, motherfuckers, if she gets deported to Scotland, she can still write a tell-all book. Mm-hmm. What's it matter? Mm-hmm. In fact, there have been reports that she is hoping to secure a movie deal for a film to be made on her life. Yeah! People have been very curious to know the names of Anna's clients, but so far, she has remained pretty tight-lipped. Mm-hmm. But! But! There was a crack. Yes! I love cracks. <laughs> In the... God, I love cracks. I really, I don't really matters. No, no. She said that. That's not what I meant. That's <laughs> not what I meant. I love cracks in the story. Oh my god! In the case, say crack again. <laughs> that was a Mean Girls reference. <laughs> when Janice is like, "We've got a crack, Gretchen," and he's like, "Say crack again, <laughs> crack." <laughs> so yep. Anna claimed that she was being victimized by the prosecution because she had refused to name some of her high profile clients to the police one You're bullying cl- me no I'm not you, them, they're I was going to say you want me to bully oh, you no! oh my god <laughs> why are you yelling at me somebody's got a guilty <laughs> conscience over there <laughs> what do you I thought you were legit being like, you're bullying me right now. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) I was just thinking her thoughts. Saying her thoughts out loud. You were getting into the head of Anna. I am there now. I get it. I get it. (laughs) Look, if I I try to be a buddy, not a bully. (laughs) If I ever feel like you're bullying me, I'll be like, bitch, why the fuck are you coming down on me so hard? What? What? No, you wouldn't. You would text me and say, are you mad at me? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) She's right. (laughs) You want me to tell you the client now? Mm -hmm. You want to hear it? Mm -hmm. (laughs) One client she did name, though. Ooh. Ah! (laughs) Sorry. You went ahead. I did. I'm sorry. I was... The suspense was killing me. I had to. Well, now you're leaving all the others in suspense. Was actor Charlie Sheen and his wife at the time, Brooke Mueller. Okay, I didn't get that far with it. Uh And his wife. And his wife. So let's go look at a picture real quick. Just in case any of you have forgotten what Charlie and Brooke look like. There we go. She's gorgeous. He's a slime ball. Oh, my God. Yeah, uh, look, as much as I like his acting from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Um, was he in Ferris Bueller's Day Off? He was the creep in the police station. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And from Two and a Half Men. I didn't watch him in Two and a Half Men. That show was kind of lame, in, in my opinion. Well, you had to, look, I got wrapped up in it. I watched him in Major League. Yeah. He like, was wild thing. Look, he's a really <laughs> good actor. But in real life, y'all, uh, ooh, he's, he needs to um, make I'm, better choices. I'm fixing to tell y'all the level of garbage. Here's the level of oh, garbage. Oh, you're going to go there. Okay. I'm going there. 
Anna claims that she provided the couple with prostitutes at their Los Angeles mansion in 2009 and 2010. She said that the HIV-positive actor paid extra money to have sex with girls without any protection. Yep, that was the big scandal. That was the thing. Yep. I have lots of thoughts and feelings, but I'm only going to expand on one of them. Okay. Okay. Because I have a lot. Yeah, I do too. Mm -hmm. But the only thing I feel the need to say is when you know... Mm -hmm. You have such an illness. Yes. I don't care who it is mm-hmm. that you're having sex with. Mm-hmm. You do what you can to prevent passing on said illness. Thank you. I don't care who you're fucking. I don't care if you're paying for it. Don't give a fuck. You don't do that. Basic human decency. Okay. It's fucked up. It's fucked up. Stop. Stop. Yeah. I I don't agree with that. Wrap it up. I don't care how much money you are going to pay them. Mm -mm, That's not okay. That does not make up for the lifetime of illness. Of illness Um, that you're giving them. And you can pass it on. Like. Oh my gosh. And yeah, you're just spreading disease. from it. It's domino effect. It's It's domino effect. So just. Think, think, think. Be, Use be respectful. your head on your shoulders. Yeah, not the other one. Don't, don't use the other one. So, that's, that's all I got to say about that. Yeah. Yeah. But, here we go. Another <laughs> man accused of being a client, not proven, but accused. Okay. Is former New York Governor Elliot Spitzer. Oh, shit. <laughs> it is alleged that he tipped her off about an impending crackdown on brothels in the city in 2005. Probably so. So, just for shits and gigs, yeah. let's look at the garbage let's that is Elliot Spitzer. Elliot. There you go. Yeah. Oh. He's a slime ball. Super douchebox. I can just tell. Super douchebox. Yeah. Bye. Yep. Nope. Garbage. Nope. Nope. Despite running what the New York Post called a multi-million dollar operation in 2015, Anna was able to move on with her life. Okay. Since her release, mm-hmm. she has continued to get into trouble with the law. <laughs> she was photographed, and I couldn't find it. No! With a gun, which resulted in accusations that she violated her probation. Oh my God, bitch. What the fuck are you doing? Yes. During a separate incident, she picked a fight with her former partner in crime, Janie Mae Baker. Janie Mae Baker. Mm-hmm, and yelled at her in a Manhattan <gasps> courthouse. No. Janie is the woman accused of booking girls for the brothel. Um, If you want to go to the notes, I got a picture of Janie. Well, of course I do. And that's just, that's a cash, a super casual picture of Janie. Dude. There were some of her in court too, but I just kind of liked this one. She is super cute. Yeah. Very pretty. She kind of looks high in that picture, but to each their own. She may be a little bit Mm -hmm. um, inebriated in some shape or form. Form. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Janie agreed to plead guilty to a violation, but it's not clear whether she was going to testify against Anna. The Brooklyn native had been looking to cut a deal because she was going broke defending herself. Knowing Anna's unpredictability and her love of the high life, whether or not she is able to turn her life around is still up for debate among authorities. Okay. So, I thought I put this in here, but apparently I did not. Janie's job 
was okay. Cool, because I feel like I don't she have hired the though. gals. Okay. Yeah, I I missed a part in there somewhere. It's fine. She found the girls, so okay. it was her job. She wasn't really a partner per se. She didn't really get. It wasn't a fifty fifty thing. So she was like the face. Yes, lots okay. of people never met Anna. Okay. Um, Janie found the girls and they kept about 50 girls at a time. Wow. There were very strict rules for being one of the girls. Obviously there, you had to be very much in shape Mm -hmm. and you had to dress, you had to dress classy. You had to dress the part. You had to dress like you belonged amongst the politicians and uh, celebrities and athletes and all you that. You know, I actually kind of like that. You had to look classy. You couldn't be dressed like a prostitute, quote unquote. Okay. Yeah. But um, Janie was the one that went out and found the girls. And she's the one who uh, did face-to-face matchups. Anna did a lot on the computer through email, but she didn't really meet people. Well, so. yeah, that's, I mean, that's smart. Yeah. So, if we're going back to the episode of South Park, where... <laughs> <laughs> Why does it always go back to South Park or the office? <laughs> where Butters... <laughs> what Or Step Brothers. Where, uh, yeah. <laughs> where Butters was starting his uh, kissing business. He had a bottom bitch. So, I'm pretty sure Janie was on his bottom bitch. It's like the head bitch. Okay. Okay, I see that. I see that. Oh, Butters. Oh, my God. Poor Butters. He was just trying to make a little extra cash. <laughs> Poor Butters. Pimping out his friends on the playground. Right? Oy. Just let him do him. <laughs> Poor Butters. <laughs> Lou, Lou, Lou. <laughs> oh my God, that was so good. Anna, however, is so far removed from her former life as a madam that she is now in a different field of work altogether. According to the Times, she now writes children's books under a pen name that is unknown to the public. So I may be reading her books to my kid and don't even know it. Creepy crayon. She could be the creepy crayon. Oh, God. I cannot. Okay. (laughs) She also worked with the writers for the Lifetime movie, Soccer Mom Madam. (gasps) There's a Lifetime movie. Shut up. I have not found it yet. We're going to find it. I'm going to find it. We need to watch it. it. I'm going to find it. But she is still intent on moving forward with her new life. Sure. I have a beautiful life now, Anna told Times Herald Record in June 2021. I just want peace. I just want to move on. She now lives a quiet life with her husband, her 18-year-old son, and their adopted animals. Oh, do they have piggies? I'm sure. (laughs) I'm sure some pigs are involved. God. And that's my case. The end. Holy shit. That was so good. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah. Thank (laughs) y'all. That was really good. That's a little, a little break from my norm. Yeah, it was. Okay. All right. You ready? (laughs) Yes. I'm so excited. Yes, I am. Look, I got some juicy, like fucking soap opera, some, some shit. Well, maybe not so far, but I got, I got juicy stuff. That's how excited I am. I can't. I like okay. juicy stuff. Okay. 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 That's what she said. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what he said. That is what he said. <laughs> My case is about Molly Watson. Okay. I don't really have any trigger warnings this week. Hey. Which is good. So Look at my 
Yes. Like, like, I do have a murder, but... That's to be expected on a podcast about murder, the paranormal, and other oddities sure to be curiosity. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, she said, if you can hear her through my stutter. (laughs) 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 So... Sounds like we're breaking up on a drive-thru speaker. (laughs) (laughs) When you're trying to hang up with your mom. (laughs) Mom, I... I it, hey, hey, get, break. Uh, okay. Uh, bye. Mom. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I've never done that to my mom, but I just saw it recently in a movie, so that's why it popped up in my head. My mom's super cool. I would never do that. Right? I know. I really like, yeah. like actually like my mom. I know. I mean, I love her, but liking is a whole mm-hmm. different thing as well. So, anyways, okay. My case. Oh. Uh, it's, it's not a laughing matter. Okay. It's about Molly Watson. Okay. So it starts off. Glenn McSparron was taking a shortcut from his mother's house in Monroe County, Missouri. 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 On Friday night, April 2018, when he saw a car pulled over to the side. Okay. It was a dark back county gravel road surrounded by woods with a creek running across the road. You sure they weren't in Logansport? <laughs> okay. <laughs> when I watched, there's a 2020 episode, FYI. When I watched it, um, it looked like Louisiana. <laughs> I was like, is that here? No, it's not. Okay. But it's in Missouri. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> Depending on where you're from. Apologies to Missouri listeners. (laughs) It's no disrespect. It's not. Missouri. We get made fun of too. So it's fine. (laughs) My cousin from West Virginia pronounces Louisiana. 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 Okay. It's Louisiana. Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) Now that we got that clear. Glenn saw someone lying in the road as he got closer. That sounds very Vampire Diaries. <laughs> I know. <laughs> was it Damon? It was not. Damn it. Because I have a photo of Glenn. Okay. He's nowhere close to Damon. Okay. Yeah. Wow. In his, in his uh, jacked up 4 by 4 I don't know if it's Ford or a Chevy, y'all, but it's one of them. Y'all. Mm-hmm. Y'all. Mm-hmm. There is a hat <laughs> hanging from the ceiling of his pickup <laughs> that is navy blue with white stars all around it. It's mm-hmm. like adorned with white stars. Uh-huh. This is a cowboy hat, uh-huh. mind you. Mm-hmm. A big one. <sighs> because Glenn loves America. I wonder if he's compensating for something. Uh, probably. <laughs> Ma'am. But um, he he is one of them back roads country boy types. So um, he has got, I just can't even with this bit, with, with the inside of this truck here. I wish that I could have he's found a picture. Mounted on his he does. He does. How many bottles of water is it there? I was just looking at that. Like, there's two bottles of water, so obviously it's for him and the photographer. And the photographer's production company probably provided the waters. That water has probably been in there. That might be his spit his spit bottles now. We can't really see the bottom. He might be uh, spitting in there. No, if you look, if you look 
at the bottom of the cup or the bottle that's closest to him. It's it a is fucking dark. spit bottle. It is dark on the bottom. <laughs> I did not notice that. It's a spit bottle. It's a, it's a spit bottle. And he's got the other one for water. Those oh, are both his. Oh my God. Oh my God. Because <laughs> that's how that usually goes. And now all I can hear in my head is Team America. America. <laughs> America. <fuck yeah. laughs> oh my God. This is fantastic. This is the best picture I've seen all night. <laughs> okay. 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 I'm so glad because, well, the photos might not get better. Well, there's one. There's one that might. Okay. I'm here for it. But the story gets like even better. Okay. All right. I'm only two sentences in. I'm so, sorry. Uh, Glenn said, my headlights came over on her body in front of the car. When I saw her, I swear my heart stopped. I could tell she wasn't moving. Oh, no. Glenn had had unfortunately discovered the body of 35-year-old Molly Watson. She had been shot once in the back of the head, execution style, at close range. When he called 911, he said he was told to check for a pulse. But he already knew she was gone. Oh, that's so sad. I have a photo of Molly. Oh, look how smiley she is. Oh, my God. She's adorable. She looks precious. She really, really is. Oh, is that some glitter in that sweater? Get it, Molly. Um, Most likely. She mm. she likes the glitter. Poor Molly. She likes everything happy and fantastic. <sighs> Did and... she light up a fucking room? Did she light up a room? Uh, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, of course she did. Mm. So, okay. when police launched an investigation about this shit, they ruled out robbery, robbery gone wrong. Okay. Molly was found still wearing her engagement ring. Aww. A marriage license was found in the car with her and her fiancé's name, 51-year-old James Addy. She just went to get her marriage license. Two days before. Their wedding date was supposed to be two days before she was found. Aww. I don't like this. I have a photo of James. Okay. Let's go ahead and look at him. Well. It says James. Okay. Hi, James. Hi. There's a lot of blue in there. There's a lot of blue. Lots of blue. Mm-hmm. And he looks like he could be Molly's uncle. That's all I'm going to say about that. Does he not look like the creepy, perverted uncle? Yeah. To me, yeah. like... Yeah. Or, like, family friend, or... Yeah. I, I, <sighs> okay. I have a vibe. Yeah, there's a vibe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're right on that. Molly's family says she was someone who loved to sing... Make costumes and post the video diaries on YouTube. Aww. They're still there. That's precious. And damn, she was smart. Okay. Look, this bitch had two degrees in psychology, a bachelor's, and a master's. Get it, Molly. She was excited to get married to James. This girl even bought two wedding dresses because she couldn't decide on one. Oh, my goodness. So Molly was extra. Molly was a little bit extra. Yep, yep. Said her cousin Jody. Okay. Um, it was Molly's second marriage. Her first marriage ended in divorce. 
during the breakup, she became pregnant. And after that, she was in a relationship with a former childhood friend, Amber Brady, for about five years. Okay. But while they were living together, Molly got a new job at the Moberly Area Correctional Center in Moberly, Missouri. Missouri. <laughs> I can't I can't help myself. I'm oh my sorry. <laughs> um, it was a major employer of all of the residents there. Okay. That was the main place to work at. That's where she met James, who worked as a corrections officer at the prison. That dude? That dude. He has a position of authority? Yep. Okay. Yep. Amber said she caught the two of them at a motel together. And again, at a gas station. At a gas station? I mean, just a little rendezvous. I don't... It it didn't go into detail. I don't know what they were doing at the gas station, okay? Please don't be fucking at the gas station. Please don't be fucking at the gas station. That ain't cute. Uh, Please don't. Don't do that. Needless to say, it was not a good breakup for Molly and Amber. Uh, Probably not. So Molly's big brother, Tim Watson, said Molly was absolutely 100% in love with James. Okay. Big brother Timmy is actually the one that named her. That's so cute. Sweet. He was like her protector, her Oh, I love it. Everything. Well, he did good naming her. Molly's a great name. I know. I think it's so cute. Mm -hmm. So after dating for seven years, James proposed to Molly. That's a long time. That is a long time. That's That's a long time. And the two started planning a wedding for April 2018. This would be James's fifth marriage. Just FYI. What happened to the rest of them? Her second, his fifth. Oh, baby girl. Where are the former wives? Are they buried under his house? I don't know. Okay. Oh, my gosh. I don't like it. I don't like it. But just... Hold on. Well, for her wedding... There was a lot of burgundy and gold, kind of reminded me of a Renaissance kind of themed wedding, said Sam Cohen, their wedding planner. From Molly's perspective, it was going to be a beautiful wedding and the best day ever. Oh, like every bride thinks. Yeah. 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 James was kind of the opposite of Molly, she continued. Yes, Sam was a female. Oh, okay. The wedding planner. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got confused. Okay. So, just... Gotcha. My I'm inner here. thoughts. I'm here with you. Okay. He was very quiet. Didn't show much enthusiasm. I just thought, you know, he was a groom along for the ride. Okay. As a lot of them most are. Most of them, maybe. Mm-hmm. I know. There's a few. Okay. I'm not hating on y'all. <laughs> you know, it seems like nowadays men are more into that kind it does. of stuff than it does. they used to be. Well, I mean, my oldest daughter is going through it, and um, he just showed me all of the groom's gifts that he got for his men. Bruh, can I be one of them? I want that shit. (laughs) He's so precious. He's so bougie, but he's not. Like, they say that they're not, but the gifts they got, they're groomsmen and bridesmaids. They bougie. They bougie. They bougie. Your kid's bougie. A little bit. Sorry, Bailey. You bougie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Just just own it. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Admit it. Come to terms with it. It's fine. It's Just embrace it. It's mm-hmm. okay once you do. Yeah. Embrace who you are. Yeah. 
Yeah. Be all that you can be. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. In the army. (laughs) That was a thing. It used to be a thing. Okay. It was a commercial. (laughs) When commercials were a thing. (laughs) Okay. So back to the story. But even as Molly was wedding dress shopping, invitations were being sent out. Her family said they still felt an uneasy about James. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm getting that vibe as well mm-hmm. just by looking at him. Oh, yeah. Some reached the point where they told her they weren't even going to come to the wedding at all. Oh, no. That's bad. That's a red flag, boo-boo. Mm, that's what that is. On April 25th, 2018, two days before Molly was killed, she and James went to the county recorder's office to apply for a marriage license. Mm -hmm. Mark Price, um, the Randolph County recorder of deeds, prepped the couple's license and said that James seemed to be perturbed by some of his questions. Okay. I have a photo of them at the um, office, whatever it was. (laughs) Okay. Oh, is this like surveillance footage? Yeah, I took a screenshot from the 2020 episode <laughs> on my phone. Um. Okay. He looks. So, he looks a little upset. He looks like he's being a dick, and she looks like she's tired of his shit. I watched the video of like, okay, she got there before he did, mm-hmm. and she was happy. She was like, "Oh my god, hey, how are you doing? I'm here to get my marriage license." Mm-hmm. And when he walked in, you know that that was actually when he first walked in. He was like, "Oh my god, whatever, let's just get this done." And he's standing there at the counter, and she put his arm like linked in his, and she laid her head on his shoulder, and she kissed his shoulder, and. Like, you could tell that she was so excited, and he was just like, can we get this done? Can't, this is business for me. Uh, can we, can we, can we, can I'd rather be somewhere else. Dick. Total dick. So, yeah, if you get a chance, go watch that. Okay. Mark Price said, I asked if he'd been married before and how it ended. He was just like, why do you need to know that? Like, damn, dude, calm the fuck down. Right. You acting like you got bodies hidden or something? Mm-hmm. Or does he? Bodies in the crawl space. <laughs> That's exactly a la John Wayne Gacy. Look, anytime I think of bodies being hidden, oop, there's a body. Oop, there's, there's a, a body. body. <laughs> I <laughs> have nowhere to put this. <laughs> this is what I keep thinking. <laughs> so James then told the craziest story. He said that he and his wife, Melanie... Had divorced and that she had been in a car accident and later died after being removed from life support. Okay, that's unfortunate. Cohen said that James kept putting off wedding preparation meetings because he had said that he had to deal with funeral arrangements. Okay. Understandable Mm -hmm. if it was true. Um, (laughs) On April 27th, 2018, the day Molly Watson was murdered... Cohen said James dropped off centerpieces and decorations at the venue. Um, It was later that night that Glenn found Molly's body, though. He had actually been on that backcountry road once before that evening, taking his daughter to his mother's house. On that first trip, he said that he had actually seen two cars. One was being driven by a shorter, (laughs) older man. Okay. 
And he actually pulled over and asked if they needed help, I think. Okay. It just said pulled over. So okay. I'm guessing it was. Look, when I say backcountry roads, he, okay, he pulled over and asked if the car was stuck. When I say backcountry, I mean fucking backcountry. That's why I'm asking you, was they in Logan's Fort? Um, <laughs> most, it's, yeah, it's gravel. There's, um, major water puddles. It's like if you were to go on like a mudding trail. Where you don't ride on one side of the road or the other. You just right. dodge the potholes. Right. It's, it's not really a road. It's kind of like a trail. Gotcha. Okay. So, yeah, and it's, and it's also Amish country. Okay. Big time. So it's country and farmland as far as you can see. Okay. And he was actually parked in a small creek and had to wade through some water when he got out and checked on her. Okay. So, yeah, that, that's how um, rugged and wildernessy it is. Gotcha. But he was like, okay, when he passed by the first time and he left, he was like, something's not right and I'm going to go back there. And that's when he discovered Molly and he called the police. Okay. I have a photo of the body. Okay. Kind of. Okay. It's just the legs. Okay. Okay. But that's what he drove up on. Oh, She don't even have shoes on her feet. She had on um, sweatpants and a tank top. Okay. That's not somebody that is prepared to be out and about. Nope. And there's a reason for that. Okay. All right. At trial, prosecutors presented a theory for James's um, motive for killing Watson that argued that he had told her Melanie was his ex-wife and had died in a car accident, and he she had discovered that this wasn't true. Okay. Forensic searches of Molly's phones indicated that the day before she was murdered, she was looking for Melanie's obituary, prosecutor Tally oh. Smith said. Bum, bum, bum. Mm-hmm. So he was convicted in 2021 of first degree murder and armed criminal action for Watson's death. He was sentenced in July to life in prison without parole plus 10 years. <laughs> he has long maintained his innocence and is currently working to appeal his conviction. Fuck off, bro. Yeah. Whatever. Um, he didn't take stand at his trial, but he did read a statement in court during his sentencing in which he read a love letter to the woman he had been convicted of killing. Fuck right off, James. Yeah, it gets worse. He also asked for a new trial, claiming his defense attorney was ineffective and didn't present all of the evidence in support of his case. Dude. Fuck I, off. And just... Uh... I don't have the words. No. Nope. His now ex-wife, Melanie, keyword now ex-wife, mm-hmm. is very much alive and was never in a car accident. What a twist. Okay. She says it was only after police showed up at her door the night of the murder that she discovered her husband of 23 years had been in a seven-year relationship with Molly and was engaged to marry her. How in the How actual the fuck, fuck do you keep a seven-year relationship under wraps? And getting getting fucking married. Oh, oh my, god. my god. Oh my god, yeah. I have a photo of Melanie. Okay. Oh, sweet honey. Sweet honey baby Melanie. I feel 
so much empathy for her right now. Like, oh my god. Can you imagine being blindsided with that shit? Oh my gosh. Um, she looks precious. If that's her house, it's adorbs. She looks like if it is. her house would be decorated with a bunch of home interior. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, just imagine finding out that your husband's been cheating on you for seven years, but it's because he there was a murder. Yeah. Okay. Finding out your husband's fiance mm-hmm. got murdered two days before her wedding. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 Melanie said she never suspected her husband was having an affair and thought her husband was dedicated to his family. They have two children, a daughter, Emma, and a son, Ben. <gasps> On friends? Ben! I know, I know. Ross has Ben, and then him and Rachel have Emma. Emma, yes. Oh, my gosh. That's cray. Okay, right. sorry. My brain. He seemed the same all the time, Melanie said. He would get off work at 3 and usually would get home around 5. She'd ask him where he'd been, and that would lead to an argument. Of course it would. He didn't want to tell me anything, she said. Because he was at a motel fucking his girlfriend. He's a fucking piece of shit. (sighs) Melanie said James went off on trips. One was to Florida that she said James told her was for work. And one was a trip to Mexico that she said he told her was a getaway with friends. Mm. I never really knew his work friends, so it seems plausible, she said. On April 27th, 2018, everything seemed normal. And uh, she said he seemed like he always did. About 7 o'clock, he came into the living room where I was and said he was going to a friend's house. She said she went to bed and woke up around 2 a.m. to the sound of him snoring next to her. Hmm. Murdering your fiancé takes a lot out of you, huh, buddy? Right? I'm so glad he could sleep peacefully that night. She said she did what she always does, which is get up and move to the couch. About 30 minutes later, there were police lights outside. Oh, my gosh. I hate this. Yeah. A few weeks after his arrest, Melanie... Filed for divorce. Good job, honey. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. He had always been very hard on me about how a wife should act and how life should be. And then he did this. He had an affair and that's okay. Uh, no, we were done, she said. Mm-hmm. Good, Good job. Melanie decided to search the house for any evidence of her husband's affair. She said she found photos of James and Molly together at Disney World in Florida in a lofted garage storage area. And uh, I have a photo of uh, James and Molly. All right. Okay. What y'all doing? What y'all doing, friends? They in the water. Okay. I'm, I'm kind of hoping they're swimming with dolphins. <laughs> Something cool. I mean. It's like a waterfall He's situation. got on a wetsuit. She has on a life server maybe it, well it looks like a sleeveless wetsuit okay maybe but like i'm really hoping they're swimming with dolphins they have pool noodles because that's what you should do i wonder if they like it well they look like they like it no, the dolphins oh <laughs> of course the dolphins like it they like all kinds of shit they freaky dolphins are pretty freaky <laughs> <laughs> okay i take it back they probably do like it they probably okay. like it <laughs> Oh, God. Now I don't want to go swimming with the dolphins. That's perverted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you nasty. <laughs> we do a foreplay with dolphins. Oh, my God. Okay. Ew, 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 just, ew. Just ew, by ew. grabbing onto the fin and taking it 
Oh my god, Amanda, stop talking. No, I always wanted to do that, though. Stop talking. Now I can't. Now I can't. <laughs> I, stop riding dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> enough is enough. Oh my god. Oh my god, okay. She said she asked herself over and over how she could have missed the affair. I guess because I wasn't supposed to see it, Melanie said. Are you stupid or something? Melanie. Boo-boo. Melanie. Boo-boo. Get your head out your ass. Wait, what are you doing? <laughs> what do you how mean you, you wasn't not, supposed to see it? How could you not? Like, I saw my exes within, like, a, a couple of months. Like, the well, vibe was there. There. What, she was in denial, sure. Okay. But it wasn't because you weren't supposed to see it. It's because you were in denial. Well, no, of course she wasn't supposed to see it. That's why it's a fucking That's why affair. he being sneaky. Oi. Ooh. This, this fucking... I'm gonna put him in the douche box. Melanie, I love you, but say smarter things. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of sounded like a dolphin just now. Oh my God. Y'all. I'm not going to the beach with Amanda. I'm just so, uh, no. I'm a fucking delight at the beach. I'm, I'm, I can't do it's, it. It's, it's great. I can't do it. I'm not swimming mm-hmm. with dolphins with you. I can't do it. I would never swim with a dolphin anyway. That that sounds scary to me. Sea turtles? Can we swim with sea turtles? Oh, pigs. Let's go swim with the pigs. I'm, I'm, I have no desire to do that. I'm not trying FYI. to. I'm I'm a little weirded out by wild animals because you know they're wild and they can kill you. Look, okay, I've been in a swimming pool with a dog and they they like flap or paddle wildly. Mm-hmm. Them claws hurt. I do not want to be in the water with a pig with them hooves. Just hooving you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. Uh, I'm I've not- been stepped on by a horse. I am not about that. I'm. There is enough scary things in the water. Look, like to add yourself in there with some animals. Like those people, they go like stick their arms in holes and pull out a catfish. Noodling. What the? Why in the fuck do you want a noodle? Tell me that. I am am not brave enough for that. Noodling should not be a thing. I can't. I'm not sticking my hand in a hole. I ain't sticking my hand down there. What if it ain't a catfish? What What if you stick your hand in a snake bed? Exactly. What if it's water moccasins? What if it's a gar? Like, what if it's an alligator? We live in the south. There's a whole bunch of things it could be. Think about it. The best case scenario (laughs) is that it's a fucking catfish. No, because even catfish have teeth on their gills I know, that's what I'm saying. It depends on what kind of catfish it is. Like, Uh, take a breath. And that's what I'm saying. That's your best case scenario. Is that it's a fucking catfish. Stop sticking your hands in holes. Stop it. It's not okay. It's not. I don't. I'm I, out. I don't. I'm, there is no. You ain't getting me in that water. I mean, I'll get in the water, but I'm not. I'm not sticking my hand in there. I'll watch you do it. I'm not getting in water that I can't see what's there. Oh, I, I don't. Uh-uh. I don't no, give thank a you, shit. please. I need to know what's under my feet. Can't do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't care. Now, if it's stinky, slimy mud, I'm not. No, I'm out of that. If you get in water at all in Louisiana, you've been in stinky, slimy water. Yes, I have. That's why I know I'm not doing it that's, again. That's nasty. Mm-hmm. I don't want any part of that. I don't want any part of that. That's nasty. It's pretty gross. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's really gross. It doesn't feel good between your toes. And you don't know what's down there. That's right. There's snakes. All kind of snakes. Like I said, we live in the South. There's all kind of critters that can be Fish in that water. with teeth. Look. Mm-mm. There's things that haven't been discovered yet. I, I'm not going there. Hey, pull out your um spooky 
story book magazine thing. I'm on it because we're just sitting here bitching about noodling. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's our um, spooky segment. I think we need... Stephen asked if we wanted some kind of song or something. I think we need some kind of song. Okay, so this week's spooky story is one that we have talked about in our Psychotic Breaks episode. (laughs) It's the Psycho House at Gaines Farm. Somewhere in the Plainfield, Wisconsin Cemetery lies an unmarked grave belonging to the man who, thanks to his Hollywood influence, may be America's most infamous serial killer. Mm-hmm. In the same burial ground lies what remains of the women he dug up in the 1950s and turned into a perverse variety of handicrafts. I like how I That's a that. good way to put that. Like okay. It. Not surprisingly, the place is said to be haunted by the restless soul of one of the fiend's victims, unnamed in death as in life, prowling the lonely graves. I'd be pissed too. Yeah. Why Why would they bury him in the same place? I Ugh. just don't like it. In November 1957, Plainfield was shaken to its core after 58-year-old Bernice Warden, owner of the local hardware store, disappeared. Her son told the local sheriff that he'd found blood in the store and that a 51-year-old local handyman named Ed Gein had recently come in looking for antifreeze. Hmm. Tracing Gein down to the ramshackle isolated farmhouse where the odd man had lived alone since the death of his mother, the sheriff found Warden hanging by her feet, decapitated and eviscerated in the yeah. shed. Yeah, 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 I saw that. There was a picture. Yeah. But that was only the beginning of the horror. Horror. (laughs) (laughs) In the garbage strewn house, law enforcement officers found chairs reupholstered with fatty human skin, a soup bowl made from a human skull, a shade pool made of lips, masks made from human faces, Uh the infamous belt made of female nipples, nipples, the nipple belt, a vest made from a female torso, <sighs> embalming supplies and anatomy books, and detective magazines that Gein read by kerosene lamps. And not to forget the lampshade. Oh, yeah, there was so much there. Oh, my God. There were also human heads, one belonging to Mary Hogan, who had <sighs> run a Plainfield tavern and had mysteriously disappeared in 1954. <laughs> in the end, the remains of 11 women were discovered in the house. Two of them, Hogan and Warden, Gein claimed to have shot. Nine had been, he said, unearthed from local graves. Mm. Many of them had been, quote-unquote, tanned, as with taxidermy, their flesh used by Gein as garments. (laughs) The only immaculate part of the dwelling was the nailed-shut room that had belonged to Gein's mother, Augusta. The fanatically religious woman had subjected her unstable son to ceaseless rants about the evils of women. Her alcoholic husband, George, died in 1940, followed by Gein's brother, Henry, under mysterious circumstances in 1944, leaving Gein to share the house with his mother, the love of his life. But when Augusta, too, died in 1945, Gein found himself alone. Well, almost. What to do? What to do? The necrophiliac bachelor. (laughs) Wow. That's a a good, like, dating app. The opener. (laughs) Imagine being on a dating site or or something in a profile box. Tinder. Oh my god. Grinder. Nope. 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 It's all bad. Oh god. Started digging up graves using the remains of female bodies for company. 
He dressed in women's clothes, some fashioned from corpses, wishing that he had been born a woman. His mother had prayed for a daughter. I know some other Anatoly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that that, that kind of did some ew, What if they stuff. had met each other? That would not be okay. Gein's oblivious neighbors found him mostly harmless. Ed Gein babysat for me once for about oh an hour. God, oh, my God. You don't remember that? Yes. Lo- I'm like, oh, my God. Local resident Mrs. George yeah. Foster told Life, just sat there, ate peaches, and watched TV. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, millions of peaches. Locals <laughs> did, however, acknowledge that he was odd. He talked yeah. obsessively, for instance, about crime and women. Former girlfriend Adeline Watkins said, mm-hmm. We discussed every murder we heard about. Eddie explained the mistakes the murderer made. Well, wait. I didn't realize he had a girlfriend. Former wait, we girlfriend. Do that too, though. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Um, we don't eat people. Yeah, but or we where watch murder mysteries and we discuss what they did. Well, we don't we don't step over the line, dear. That's true. He he hopped over it. I feel like I'm I'm, I'm, I'm okay on this. There was a hop and a sprint. Mm-hmm. There's a line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Declared insane in 1958, Gein died of cancer at age 77 in Mendota Mental Health Institute. But his perverse legacy endures, having inspired some of the greatest horror films ever made. Among them, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Silence of the Lambs, and a little-known classic called Deranged. But the most enduring product of the Gein legend began in 1959 when writer Robert Block published a potboiler called Psycho, which Alfred Hitchcock turned into the classic 1960 film. In it, Norman Bates, the character based on Gein, says, quote, a boy's best friend is his mother, end quote. Mommy. Well. Okay. That was fantastic. And you have a son. All right. Stop it now. <laughs> and he's a mama's boy. Yes, he is. Oh, Ashton, please Very don't. Very much so. Please don't. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. I right. won't let him. So. I'll kick his ass. Okay? Kick his ass. See your ass. <laughs> Apparently we're doing Dumb and Dumber again. Okay. <laughs> I was just going to say, if he kills you, I'm going to kick his ass. So. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love him, but that's going to be you a- You got my back. That's going to be a mama whooping right <laughs> so there. is that the deal breaker? Him murdering your friend is the deal breaker. <laughs> when I whoop his ass? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's, that's what it's going to take. Because he's so freaking adorable. I know. That's his problem. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right. So that was a fun episode. I had fun. Yeah. So just a reminder to go to the socials, mm-hmm. uh, like, follow, all that good shit. Rate and review us wherever you listen to your podcast. That's cool, too. It's important. Mm-hmm. If, if if you like us and you want to help us grow, that's that's how it happens. Yeah. That's, that's how you spread the word. Mm-hmm. Um, also when you go to the socials, keep a lookout for the contest coming up so you can get free admission to the devil's knot at our meet and greet on when it's October 15th at 8 30 PM. PM. We do not do AM. No, Mm -mm. it's 8 30 PM. No, we don't do things (laughs) I mean, we're up by then anyways, but it's not not a good time. We don't see people. It's not a good time. 
But yeah, do that. Do that. We have a, a slumber party AMA possibly thing mm-hmm. on the 28th. So put on your PJs and have some Halloween funsies with us. Yeah. And we may have some extra goodies on uh, the socials coming out. And don't forget your spooky stories. Because those are coming up. Yeah. Amanda, Amanda put a deadline on y'all. There's a fucking deadline. For October 14th. 14th. The day before uh, Devil's Knot. Yeah. Big weekend. Big so weekend. So get in your spooky stories. Because mm-hmm. we're going to be at a haunted trail that weekend. So yeah. um, j- just get them in by then. Because after that, we're going to be like busy. Yeah. <laughs> Shit's getting wild, y'all. For real. It's spooky season. Shit's mm-hmm. getting wild. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. actually after spooky season is like happy family time, Thanksgiving season. And then it's like, oh my fuck, it's Christmas yeah, and I got to buy a hundred presents. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Oof. Haven't even started yet. I'm starting to panic a little bit. It's fine. It's fine. I've got a couple things in my Amazon buggy, so that's progress in life. Yeah, but I haven't bought them yet. So, but they're there. It's there. Yeah, mine are progress. There. Progress. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, yeah. Yep. That's it. That's all we got. Bye. Bye. Thanks for hanging out with us. Don't forget to visit us on Facebook and Instagram for episode picks and announcements. Please rate and review on Apple, Spotify, and Facebook. We want to give a huge shout-out to Stephen Goetzky for editing, Craig Weaver for music, and our very own Amanda Hagens for art. We'll talk at you next week.